Welcome back to Two Dudes Watch Cartoons, the podcast where two dudes, that is us, watch cartoons. My name is Evan. And my name is Alex, and thank you for joining us once again on another great episode. We got a good one here. I'm very excited to talk about this. I think we have a lot of things to cover with this movie in particular. But before we get into any of that, we are joined by one of Evan and myself's best friends from college here, Courtney Jessup. Courtney, how are you? Ooh, that's my first time saying know, Courtney Jessup. I, I even I prepped. I prepped yeah. before. Courtney uh, is is married now, but so um, congratulations. congratulations. Yeah, yeah. It was weird typing it in. Why don't you introduce yourself to the audience a little? Hi, yeah, Courtney Jessup. As of June, which is weird. This is like the first official thing I've like put that on. Nice. I don't even know if I've changed like Facebook or anything yeah. like that yet. So. Ooh, you heard it moment. here first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, great. We're excited. This one was not our original topic. We had a good one. We were going to do Harley Quinn, but it's coming out week by week. Mm-hmm. And I started Harley Quinn, though, for weeks. that podcast. <laughs> yeah. I, I started Harley Quinn for that podcast. Really mm. good. I can't wait to finish it. And um, I can't believe what I've been missing out on. What a great piece of DC property they have there. Um, but instead of that, so we're not covering Harley Quinn. I don't know why I'm getting into that. That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, we, not, what not to expect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> False expectations here. So we are going to talk about how to train your dragon. Now, okay, I am excited for this for one reason and one reason only. I... So I want to get this out of the way while we start. I like this movie. I really like this movie. It has so many really strong things. But I will say the internet is like obsessed with this movie. I read several things online of people calling it the perfect movie. Yep. Yep. (laughs) And so I'm curious to get your guys' takes on this. And I want to dissect what we think could possibly actually make this like the greatest people were calling it the greatest animated film people were calling it the greatest film i read some crazy outlandish things when when uh looking up this movie so this came out in 2010 which was the year i graduated high school Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) toy story 3 was the big blockbuster hit i was always more of a a pixar guy myself Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm how to Train Your Dragon lost Best Animated, the Oscar for it, to uh, Toy Story 3 that year. It, it didn't fly under the radar. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's critically acclaimed. It's very popular. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it just did not... I didn't know it was this big of a movie. I don't know that I even watched it that year. I, I don't think I actually saw it until college mm-hmm. on TV or something. Mm-hmm. So I saw it in Pleasant college. surprise, yeah. Same I'm going to thank our, our good friend Brandon <laughs> Thrall. He was the first ever person who was like, this movie's amazing. And I was like, really? I was like, okay. So I watched it. And like I said, I like and I enjoy this movie. But I'm so curious what really, um, you know, people are like obsessed with this movie, though. I think, honestly, I think I saw like toys or blankets with Toothless on it. (laughs) And, okay, I want to say this. And I don't know if you guys are partial to these types of animals, but. I think you guys know I'm pretty obsessed with cats. Oh, yeah. Toothless <laughs> gives me, and we'll probably talk about it, gives me a lot of cat vibes. Even just like his ears and his expression, his eyes, like I was like, ooh, I mean, I love dragons too, but there's something intriguing about Toothless and just his facial expressions and how expressive he is just reminded me of one of my favorite creatures. So I was intrigued about it. I think that's really how I got into the movie. The voice cast is 
pretty stellar as well, especially for that time. I was looking mm -hmm. through. Um, who, who stars in it? Jay Jay Barish. I don't. I've never said his last name. I was like, I'm not going to say his Baruchel last name. Baruchel Baruchel. Bar oh wow! Now you guys are making me. I think I've always said Jay uh, Barishel. <laughs> now you have me right. second sure. guessing it. So. <laughs> He um he's notably from you know the the movie uh this is the end or what the one where they're all playing themselves that is not um, what I was thinking of I thought of then, that sorcerer's apprentice <laughs> <laughs> that's not even the second third or fourth one I was about to go to with him what I don't know on Earth? I don't know this is obviously number one <laughs> sorcerer's apprentice is last thing I was, like, I was I gonna go to. <laughs> She's out of my league, which is like an all right yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, uh -huh. And then the one that is actually hilarious is on FX. It's like a sketch comedy show. It's called mm -hmm. Man Seeking Woman. And that was where I really got introduced to him. And, and it's unfortunate because now I can only hear his voice from that show. And so when I was rewatching this, I was oh, like, no. I can only picture like a very spineless <laughs> punk who's like... <laughs> Man Seeking Woman, great show. Highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. um, the one that is a such a throwback for me on the voice cast, Gerard Butler. Man, yeah. 2010, this was his era. He yeah. was an right. A-lister. He was up there with like The Rock at the MTV Awards uh -huh. and shit. And now he just does movies that are called Olympus Has Fallen or like random <laughs> shit like that about different Haven't landmarks being no, taken over he, by terrorists. No, wasn't he? was just in Thor. Wasn't he just in Thor: uh, Love and Thunder? No, he no, was not. I was that, say, that was Russell uh, Crowe. Oh, <laughs> oh my was, God! Not whoa, oh, not me whoa. having egg on my he's, face. He's probably like twenty years older than him. Like, Stop. <laughs> Oops, I apologize to any Gerard Butler fans out there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you have a small section of like Scottish actors, so I guess. Mm -hmm. you know. So, we're gonna get into my one of my only complaints with the movie. The older okay. generation all have super thick accents, and all of the children. <laughs> I was like, mm -hmm. uh, did they move? Like, no, they didn't, because they say at the beginning they've been there for seven generations. Yeah, why yeah. do they have Scottish accents and no one great. else? I loved it though, because they were they were uh, some of their conversations. That was where it was noticeable when it was Jay talking with mm -hmm. his dad. And I was mm -hmm. like, he's not a Scottish Viking. He's <laughs> like a stoner. So what is going on? You know, yeah. yeah. Um, and the guy he's like an apprentice for, like his yeah. is super thick too. It's great. So For a second, I, we just watched Luck on Apple TV, yep. which I don't recommend. No. But for a second, I thought that character was voiced by Simon Pegg doing a Scottish accent. But it's actually mm -hmm. Craig Ferguson. It was, was yeah, a long time host of the, the, the Late Show, I think. Yeah. Whatever, the Late Late Show. Really famous. Um, speaking yeah. of our podcast about luck, it uh, quickly became our most popular podcast of all time. I don't know how that happened, <laughs> but so that's exciting. If you haven't listened to it for yeah. some reason, go give it a listen. It's just like an hour and a half of me and Evan just shitting on this movie. So, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, that's just a fun fact. But uh, back to How to Train Your Dragon. So... Uh, the voice cast, let's run through some more of them because I thought that was like extremely phenomenal. Who, because uh, I didn't look, I, I don't like to look it up beforehand. I like to be surprised and let them come to me. Who was the most mm -hmm. surprising to you guys? Kristen Wiig. Yeah. I, yes. I was like, I mean, she, she's obviously like SNL, so she's always have to put on yeah. different voices and stuff. Didn't but even sound that like That one, no, everyone else sounded the same. Jonah Hill, mm -hmm. the guy who plays uh, McLovin, totally yep. didn't change their voices. No. Her. I like looked it up too. And I was like, "Oh, took yeah. me back." <laughs> I yeah. was like, "Okay." 
she voices one of two twins alongside TJ Miller. What a huge disparity also, in like fame level, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah. I had to he's look also him up in too. She's Out yeah. of My League, and then he? um, he's he's a voice actor from Gravity Falls, which Evan still refuses to watch, uh, even though that's part I've of. Watched uh, a couple. I probably yeah. slept through the whole series by now, but so, I've never finished it. He's in Deadpool. He's the the bartender. Oh yes, yes, that's probably what he's most in Silicon for. Valley. Ah, huge. Oh, and you yep. know what? Silicon Valley's really funny. America Ferreira plays Astrid, who is the love interest. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Has she done anything? But this is so mean. Uh, besides Ugly Betty. Oh, that I, supermarket I had a diff- comedy. What'd you say? Oh. Ah, what's it called? Mm, Superstore. Super- super- yeah. Oh, yeah. Superstore. Oh, That's oh. It. That's uh, it. Ready for this, guys? That was not either of the ones I was thinking of. Isn't she in? <laughs> Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Okay, yeah, like 10, 15 years ago. We're talking about recent. I don't know why. That's where I think of her from. I saw the yeah. name, and that was instantly where my head went. And you guys just named like two way more popular things she was in. I don't know if I call supermarket. I almost said sweets. That's totally different. Yeah, uh, supermarket, whatever. Like more popular than Sisterhood. Uh, mm, I always see point, ads for it. It looks funny. Yeah, I've never watched it. I uh, when I was quarantining before the circle, and I had only Netflix, and I literally couldn't leave this apartment in Manchester. I watched an ungodly amount of TV, and I I picked it up, and I watched like half the season, but I didn't I didn't finish it. <laughs> it's funny. It is funny. Yeah. There's like funny moments, but it just it didn't captivate me. Moved on uh, to Malcolm in the Middle. David Tennant is on the yes. voice cast. That was David another Tennant. one. I was, uh, he was maybe one of the ones I was most surprised about because David Tennant mm-hmm. is. I'm just. It's a very star-studded cast for Jay to be the lead. <laughs> like, what is going <laughs> on there? Who, who who is it a nepotism thing? I just I don't know where Jay got this job. I don't have any. I no offense to him. He's good, but yeah. like, come on. He's definitely the least popular of anyone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I would have loved to see the payroll. This man has led like three, four movies, whatever, probably more. And he is like sometimes the least popular person in the movie. How does he do mm-hmm. that? Famous Guess friends? I don't know. Yeah. I'm guessing nepotism. Isn't he Canadian though? Like what would his connections <laughs> to <laughs> How you're high right, up right. do they rank? How high up does Seth Rogen really go? No, yeah, you're right. So, <laughs> I mean, these days, pretty high. Yeah, that's a good point. I was shocked he wasn't in this movie. Like, it was a bunch of his friends, I felt like. For sure. I was going to say, we should check the sequels and see. Yeah, right? <laughs> he maybe makes an appearance. Um, uh, so wait, it's... You, wait, you bring up a good point where before we even get into any plot of this movie, another thing that just proves like how popular this movie is that I feel like I just, I, I totally got glossed over. This movie has two sequels. And it has five straight-to-DVD releases and a TV show. Huh? What? Where is all this How to Train Your Dragon popularity that just completely went over my head? And I think it's, like, people our age and maybe older Gen Z. Because it's not little kids. Like, when I saw the Toothless Blanket, it was at a girl's house that's a year older than me. So... (laughs) I feel like this must have been the gap between, like... Toy Story, end of Toy Story, and like yes. Frozen. Mm. I don't know that they Pixar had a huge hit between. Maybe I don't know. I'm just making. Sure. You're, you're speculating. I'm speculating completely here. speculating. <laughs> but yeah, it's like no a sense. window I completely missed. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what I was doing in those years. I don't know. I missed it too. I didn't see it till late college. So mm-hmm. let's um let's set up a bit of the plot. We we went over <laughs> the voice cast. Um, 
We, we talked about it. They're in a village, a, a Viking village, and they've been there seven generations. I think that's about like the, a, a setting wise. A, a, where are do we know where we are in the world? Do they say the well, name? Oh. 12 days north of hopeless and a oh, yeah. few degrees south of freezing to death was one okay. of my favorite lines. It was the it's like the first line. <laughs> yeah. It's a this village that is plagued by, I love how they frame them as like pests, uh, <laughs> dragons that will steal their uh, livestock. And they like, it opens up with like a pretty intense mm -hmm. raid on the village. It's Jay Baruchel introducing the village, introducing all the characters. My immediate thought though, he names like six or seven different characters i was like this is too mm -hmm. many people to keep yeah. track of already and then we get a fight right out of the gate i do like so i don't know the proper term for this but you would say like the personification if you're like giving something like human traits i love how they really give dragons so many animal traits like you said like they're pests on their society and it's just like a you got to go swat a fly but instead they have to go fight dragons instead they're less on a pedestal and they're just like mm. a part of the world, which is pretty cool. As opposed to like a Game of Thrones where it's like, it's the yeah. highlight of the episode as you mm -hmm. see a dragon. But uh, <laughs> it's very normalized in the Viking village. Um, but what's his, what's his character's name? Hiccup? Hiccup. 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 Um, I, well, I wanted like... to ask about this. What do you guys think of this name? It, <laughs> he gave... <laughs> so Sorry, I'm laughing. <laughs> he gave a reason. He was like a name that instills fear. But like, I feel oh, like... like hiccups, you're supposed to be scared to get rid of them. I don't know. The metaphor was completely lost on me. I, I, it was such an interesting name. And every time they said it, I was just like, wow, his name's really Hiccup. I mean, in the same note, though, back to those twins. <laughs> I can't even... Tough nut and rough nut? <laughs> Would you rather be hiccup or tough nut or rough yeah. nut? <laughs> no, yeah, I'd rather be, I'd be hiccup. Yeah, if I had to pick one of the three. <laughs> yeah, and then Craig Ferguson's character's name is Gobber. <laughs> the naming could have been stronger, I think. Yeah. It looks like Goober. <laughs> and so that's one thing with this movie is there are scenes like the opening scene where they're killing dragons and dragons are burning down the village and they're really terrifying. But then, yeah, you get characters that are named Goober and, and Tough Nut. And like, so there's like some really stark differences between like serious moments and like goofy moments. But mm -hmm. uh, with the Viking backdrop, it's, um, it, it's interesting because we don't get a whole lot of, uh, you know, besides like the TV show that I think is literally called Vikings. We don't get a whole lot of Vikings in media and, oh, Real quick, computer animation. This is all computer animated. I actually think this is on. I feel like computer animation is sometimes I will uh, poo poo on it. This was actually very well done for computer animation. I really enjoyed it. There was a lot of facial expressions. You mm -hmm. could tell what people were thinking in their eyes, which mm -hmm. uh, on the opposite end of computer animation, when it's rushed, is the opposite of that. Your luck reference your luck yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was I was this close from saying it again. I was like I was I mean, like I'm I gonna bring you. up luck one more time. <laughs> For twelve years prior to it, it still looks better. Right. You know, it, does, it looks dated at this point, but yeah. it's been twelve years since it came out, so you mm -hmm. can't hold it against them. Mm -mm. I feel like I must have just slept on DreamWorks for all these years. Like me, I do too. I'm guilty. Like you yeah. said, Pixar through and through. Usually Pixar has the name, animated. yeah, the branding, the nostalgia, mm, the nostalgia. Literally, DreamWorks. I only think of Shrek, and well, obviously now drag or try to train your dragon, but yeah, they have more. What are, they have more hits? Um, <laughs> Prince of Egypt. Sure, is that them? It is them. <laughs> yeah, right I can't think I of any others. If I'm being honest, that, yeah. though, I'm like very stuck. <laughs> 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow, I mean, DreamWorks is struggling. Panda. No, no, Kung Fu oh. Panda is them. That's, that's a, yeah. Yes, yes, but man, yes. They are a sequel type of group. Think of how many Kung Fu Pandas we have now. When <laughs> something TV works shows. with them and Shreks. Oh my God, yeah, yeah wow. When something works yes. with them, they will milk it dry. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, we see um, you, DreamWorks. I don't we know can, that I've can. seen two and three of How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, oh, I yet. know I haven't seen two and three. <laughs> so oh, okay. I can assure you, I don't know anything about them. I, although ready for this, after my viewing of it today, I would definitely go see two. Mm-hmm. Three, uh, that's probably stretched it too far. The further you get away from the original, the less <laughs> right. and less. Uh, it's always, here's my test with these sequels. How much of the original voice cast came back? That's a good test. That's a good test. If if it's most, means well, they really Jay bought is. in. Jay's probably coming back. You know well, Jay's coming back. This is, his, <laughs> this is his check. This is his bread and butter. Gerald Butler, saw, eh, maybe? <laughs> yeah, probably. She hasn't done much work. I saw like a thumbnail of maybe one of the direct-to-TV or DVD sequels, and it's like Hiccup, and I can only assume it's Astrid with like kids, and Hiccup's got a beard. I was like, that's... Your franchise has gone on too long. You got a whole nother generation going. Shrek has babies. Shrek and Fiona have that's babies true. now too. I haven't seen those. Like ones. you said, so, they're milking it. Yeah, maybe they're that's milking what I'm it. Out. Wow. It's like DreamWorks is like we're only into the generational sort of uh, sequels that we have. Wow, that uh-huh. is wild to think about. So Hiccup grows up and uh, is a big Viking. Okay, but at the start of this movie, he is like the furthest thing from a Viking. His dad like pretty mm-hmm. openly insults him to his face about it it's a pretty funny scene he's like we need less of uh he goes you just gestured to all of me <laughs> it's, it's pretty good like those lines are where you really appreciate mm-hmm. jay as like the the guy hitting them mm-hmm. but so i did appreciate uh that he he nailed uh most of the character for me <laughs> the characterization definitely tracks to who jay baruchel is in real life because he's he's kind of like a shrimpy dude no offense i love but yeah lanky that's how i'll describe Mm -hmm. him it's Um, almost like imagine a sketch of actual jay like real life in a viking village and everyone mm -hmm. has the accents and the beards and they're huge (laughs) and it's just jay and he's trying to be a viking too (laughs) so is it during this initial raid that jay manages to hit toothless the night Fury? yeah yeah the night fury i'm guessing that's what clips him when we get to rap it his tail. Oh, yeah. that would. Oh my God, that makes so much sense. Yeah. So he. I had to guess that they don't really tell you though. Yeah. No, but that we makes sense because he was flying perfectly fine yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't. Yeah, they never. So toothless. Uh, the night. Uh, that's another thing. They list off a bunch of characters and then they literally list <laughs> off a bunch of dragons too, like different yes. dragons. I was like, well, we got a lot of exposition <laughs> going on in the first five minutes of this film, and so uh, then we get the most fastest and dangerous dragon of them all that they've never seen. The the Oh, now I forgot the name. The Night Fury. Night Fury. The Night Fury. Thank you. I almost said Nightwalker. I was this close to saying I thought you were going to say Nightwatch, so that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been bad. So it's fast as fuck, and it just destroys things in the blink of an eye. And it's pretty cool, and it leaves like a purple flash when it makes contact. Oh, cool. um, but uh, a J, uh, excuse me, Hiccup, I'll call him by his Viking name. <laughs> he, he does, he's got a contraption, and he actually hits a dragon this time. And I feel so bad at his dad, literally. He calls him, I think, the boy who cried wolf. Like, he's done this before. He's like, oh, yeah, I killed a dragon <laughs> somewhere over there. 
he's constantly emasculated by the mm-hmm. village or yeah. condescended to. It's a it's a tough spot for them. I, you mm-hmm. really sympathize with his character. He just wants to prove his worth. But I love that that's what establishes his bond with Toothless mm-hmm. when he ends up finding him. Is like they're both kind of these wounded puppies at this point. Yeah. Uh, Good metaphor. Yeah, it's a nice relationship. I like it. Yeah. Wounded dragon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he wraps him up in the thing, and uh, Toothless goes down, and at any high speed, it's going to cause damage. And as we just piece it together. Toothless sustains an injury to a back fin. Yeah, the Mm -hmm. back fin of the dragon. And, um, I mean, just skipping great ahead, like, what a a trope, like, healing a wounded predator back to health. Like, (laughs) it's one of my favorites. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It, it, (laughs) like, really (laughs) tugged on my heartstrings. And I was like, oh my God, I'm such an animal lover. I was like, I'm feeling such sympathy for a made up dragon right now. It's the eyes. It's those green eyes, though. Oh. Yeah, and it's got you. You hit the nail on the head. It has so many cat mannerisms, mm-hmm. and it's literally like a giant mm-hmm. lion with wings that breathes mm-hmm. fire, like mm-hmm. the way it moves. <laughs> and its tail, it went and it wraps its tail around itself. It's cute. It's it's just Ears adorable. go up and down. Oh. Do they have a in-story explanation for like why Toothless's teeth retract? <laughs> Is there yeah. like a, no, I thought it was like a metaphor. advantage? No, I thought it was a metaphor. It was a metaphor for like when he's fighting, you see the fangs and the sure. Vikings are always fighting the dragons. Uh-huh. So they see the fangs all the time. But when they're just like chilling, he's literally toothless. Like he's not a, mm. a, a danger at all. I like that's, that. You're right. They never offered an explanation. Mm-mm. I took it as a metaphor, the toothless thing. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. I do love all the dragon lore that they build. They've got a whole catalog of them. Stats. It felt very, yeah, you it felt very they... Pokemon to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know this. they have a book. For, like, they monetize that, and they're selling it. Yeah. <laughs> and kids are, or kids, Jesus, adults are age are buying it. <laughs> I wonder if so, like, how we're all like, what's your Harry Potter house? Or blah, 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 blah. there's, like, people who are like, what kind of dragon do you ride? Like, do you do the two-headed one or the night uh, fury? There's at least a Reddit forum. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> always is. There's always a Reddit. There's a community. Yeah. There's a subreddit out there somewhere. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Well, hey, we're here. Let's do it now. What, what dragon do you guys want to ride? Which one? Uh, you don't need to name it by name. G- give a physical descriptor of it. Okay, come on. I got to go with the cutest one that reminds me of a cat. Yeah, you can That's, yeah, that's fair. fair. That's the main one. But the next one, you honestly, take... I... <laughs> There's no rules. You can take whatever one you want. Probably that one. It reminds me of a cat. Yeah. Uh, what's the one they fight in the arena? Like they train with the big gumpy one with a giant gullet. Like a snout almost. Yeah. Like he looks like a... The big fan. Yeah, lo- yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> um, I would really like the two-headed one, but I don't like where the twins were riding it. Like, I feel no. like that's not where I would ride it. Like, I, <laughs> I want to be back more. I have no idea why. That was so weird to me. They, and they're like crisscrossing. <laughs> I know. Like, I couldn't stand it. I was like, move back. <laughs> but could you imagine doing that with your sibling? No. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hard pass. Hell no. Yeah. Hell no. <laughs> They're very close. They're twins. I thought it would have been cool if uh, Hiccup's dad ended up riding the giant fucking dragon. That would have been They fight at the end. Why not? That's his dragon at the end. Hiccup knows all the tricks. (laughs) Um, Can you tame that one? We're just getting to the end here, but I have to say the whole point of the movie was Hiccup was like, no, don't kill dragons. But then the the solution was they literally (laughs) killed the big dragon at the end. 
I, I was yeah. like, oh, are they going to save this dragon somehow? Yeah. Nope. Destroy it from the inside. The most painful death. <laughs> I screamed. I was like, the whole message was we need to stop killing these dragons. Yeah. Just one more. Just one more. <laughs> that's what the dad was like, but one more? And he's like, yeah, one more, dad. And that's how they bonded. <laughs> like, common right. enemy much? <laughs> right. I mean, you do have to kill one dragon to become an official Viking, so uh, there you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, and then he does. That's how he's able to grow the beard later in the other ones, Evan, is he became mm-hmm. an official uh-huh. Viking officially. <laughs> I forget if they said something along the lines of, like, the reason the dragons are stealing the livestock is to feed the big fucker at the end. Yeah. yeah. The big fucker was eating the other dragons if, the, if they didn't bring it a constant supply of food. Yeah. Really toxic yeah. relationship. They, like, <laughs> really bad stuff. I mean, yeah. also as an animal lover, pretty, I don't know if gruesome is the word to use, but, like, pretty traumatizing to see the little fat cute one get eaten. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was not great. But I, um, <laughs> the the big one was terrifying. When he was, like, submerged, yes. it was terrifying. And then even when it erupted, it was fucking terrifying. More mm-hmm. scared of that one than any Game of Thrones dragon. <laughs> For oh, real, for sure. though, yeah. 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 I, you haven't watched House of Dragons, so no spoilers, you... please. What? I started Why? it and I took a nap. I'm sorry. Don't, play, <laughs> oh, don't hate me. <laughs> um, so, like Evan was saying, the whole plot of this movie was uh, Hiccup is feeling very outside his community. He isn't into the whole fighting dragon thing. And then not only that, but he ends up befriending a wild dragon who's injured and in like a... I love their little, what, like, cove? Like their meeting so place. It's yeah. it's adorable. It's like somehow they took this Viking story and like it's like a di- an old school Disney movie. Like if you replace yeah. this with yeah. like a deer and just like a yeah. human, like it's it's like a totally different yes. story. We have to stop hunting the deer. Like you know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. totally No more shooting Bambi. Exactly, exactly. And so they have this beautiful little cute cove where they meet where just the two of them it's their cute little old spot where uh, the two of them meet. And obviously at first there's animosity. What sort mm-hmm. of dragon and human, you know, are, are going to start be- being friends? But just like any wild animal, you give it food and it's kind of cool with you. <laughs> Like I said, with cats, you have to earn their respect, yes. and it's usually done with food yeah. <laughs> as a cat yeah. owner. And the same worked here. He brought one fish, and then he just brought a whole bunch of other fish. Um, Cutest moment in the movie for me oh. is when Toothless flashes a smile at him for the first time, and it's like, it's really ugly oh. at first, and like it's trying to learn how to. I audibly awed. It was so cute. Oh. It, and it's just the gums, and you're like, whoa. And then, you're like, oh. Oh, such a good one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so cutest moment is it that, or is it when Jay slash Hiccup finally is able to put his hand on Hiccup for the first moment? Or. No, those are probably the two cutest. I can't think of a third one. <laughs> the smile one, though. The smile oh. okay. gets me. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. okay. Mine, mine didn't too. even... Yeah, okay. Yours yeah. is the best. Yours is shit. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we don't fucking like it. <laughs> I love that dynamic. And then Astrid is kind of onto him. She, she sees him sneaking off. You know, there's some well, cute little antics where they have to sneak around at night. She knows something's up. What would you call, like, their dragon school? It's like a gladiator arena. They yeah. really have to fight dragons. In a Thunderdome. In a cage, yeah. A cage yeah. It's, it's a cage match dragon Thunderdome led by Goober. 
and Mm -hmm. they just train. And so Mm -hmm. he goes from zero to hero because, and I I really like this. This is a nice message. Uh, Just the whole, like, you know, there's other ways to do things sometimes, you know, they all were just like, they all had the solution. Like, this is how you take on this dragon. There's a blind spot. This is what you do for this. But from hanging out with Toothless and learning from Toothless and just doing all the the whatevers of a normal cat slash dragon, he learned, like, different tricks to seduce all the dragons. And he quickly mm-hmm. becomes, like, the cool guy in class. The dragon whisperer. Yeah, yeah. the dragon whisperer. <laughs> He's like Aang with Fire Lord Ozai, just refuses to kill him. Great comparison. <laughs> Great comparison. All right, um... so... Yeah, where were we going before this? Um, oh, that's why Astrid meeting. catches on. That's why mm-hmm. Astrid was on to him because Astrid was like, okay, where are you learning all this <laughs> shit from, you idiot? You didn't get it from the book. Nothing pisses off the naturally gifted as when the non-naturally gifted start <laughs> succeeding <laughs> in any sort of movie that you can be sure they're mm-hmm. going to be pissed. But she doesn't stay pissed for long. She follows him. And, you know, I guess at this point in the movie, we should get into, so, you know, this is uh, not a a long movie by any means, but Mm -hmm. so much of it is spent on just flying montages. (laughs) But I kind of love that. No, no, they're good. (laughs) Once you get past that, you're just like, oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. there's going to be some flying montages. You can really start to enjoy them. Mm -hmm. Um, But I guess by this point, we got to, he's, well, uh, Courtney, describe what is this contraption that he has built for for toothless it's great yeah so it's like toothless like he's no like when they're in their little cove disney cove thing Mm -hmm. he notices he can't get out and when he's sitting there kind of sketching out his body type he sees that like he's missing this fin Mm. and if aerodynamics come into play it's probably an important part of flying Mm -hmm. so he notices that and then he goes and uses his skill set as an apprentice and engineers this fin wing thing whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. and it's kind of heartfelt because he can't just put the fin on his tail he's got to be there too to help him fly so that's how they kind of build their bond too oh Mm -hmm. well said it there's some heartfelt because it's a two-man job if he's gonna fly Mm -hmm. now he really needs someone there each other what I really liked about this is like you said just the the metaphor of it is like they not only become friends, but they become like very uh, um, more than friends. I don't, I don't want to yeah. say that because that sounds weird as a non-human and a human. But like, um, it's a symbiotic they, relationship. They, yeah, mm-hmm. they really become connected. And mm-hmm. you know, we're probably skipping over it because it's it's a lot of visual medium. But there's a lot mm-hmm. of really great flying montages, and it makes any sane person in their life be like, man, I wish I could fucking fly through the clouds. So it's, uh, I can see why people enjoy the the movie for that. Random bit of trivia. They brought on famous cinematographer, Roger Deakins to help with the visuals of the movie. He's behind blade 2049. He's a really famous cinematographer. Um, (laughs) On how to train your dragon. What? (laughs) I know. Probably because of, you know, it it relies on like, yeah, I mean, does it rely on it? But a lot of it is these flying montages and making that look visually exciting. That being said, Astrid is most people in this movie, uh, most of the Vikings do a quick about face as soon as they learn they can ride a dragon. They're like, oh, 
Yeah, what if you yeah. I can fly them. It's yeah. like that's probably how relationships with horses realistically evolve too. Is uh-huh. they would probably kill horses all the time. They're like, oh shit, I could ride this motherfucker. <laughs> okay, yeah, round them up. They're all good. They're not gonna die anymore. It takes Astrid one magic carpet ride, and she's like, I'm in. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Don't forget the score playing in the background that mm-hmm. just gives you a little tearjerker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the, it's really good, but um, it's hard to take Jay sometimes seriously in these serious moments. So they're flying and like Toothless is being a dick at first because he doesn't <laughs> like Astrid. And Jay at one point, and this is probably my least favorite line of the thing. He goes, uh, Toothless, we really need her to like us. <laughs> I was like, oh, not this, Jay. You could have delivered that with so many different ways. <laughs> <laughs> or just not said it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't remember much of the plot. Of, I mean, I, I know like the, the main plot points. It's like mm-hmm. Secret Cove. And then he gets discovered, I guess, because is it Astrid? Who re- reveals him? Oh, yeah. no. It's in the final, his final training battle. Yeah. Another great so he, he gets chosen yeah. in class to kill a dragon in front of the whole village. It's a great honor. Like you should be really like... All... For anyone else, it would be a good honor. Yeah, exactly. Yes, all PETA isms aside, like it's a, it, you know it's the honor of their village. But he has adopted a no kill policy, which is honorable, but it's revolutionary to these people. It would, I mean, the the best way to compare it would be like if your home was being overrun by lions occasionally you guys, you would shoot the lions. You know what I mean? Like not to be a dick, but like you would stop them from doing that at all costs uh, mm-hmm. until. You found something better, and and that's what he has done. And this is another big gripe I have here is he had a couple opportunities to talk to his dad. His dad went away on a trip, and that's when all these shenanigans kind of went down. And, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just now realizing he's – is he a single father? That's noble of him as well. I don't think we ever meet his mother. Well, before he goes into this fight, he offers him up – because he's so proud of him for being the one chosen. He offers him up a helmet that is made from his mother's breastplate. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He did say that. I totally. <laughs> so we can assume she's not there. What a weird what gift. <laughs> Son, here's your mother's breastplate. She had giant knockers. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. He's I mean, like, it you. It's over his head. So you could only, I mean. Oh my God. She was probably a, okay. like... a giant woman. Yeah. I mean, his dad's well, pretty big. One thing that's hilarious to me is the dad is so big. He will like have to like squeeze in through doorways. And I was just like, most of the men in this village are that big. Why are the doorways built like this? <laughs> and they like always have to make new houses. So why wouldn't you make I, them new adjust be yourself? Oh, you know what? I feel so <laughs> stupid now, but one of the first lines is he's like, we've lived here for seven generations, but all the homes are newly built. And I, I didn't know. understand that till just <laughs> now. Burning. It's because the dragons keep burning them yeah. down. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I feel dumb. Okay. Oh, man. I, like, noticed the line and then totally got lost. And I, I meant to, like, come back to it. <laughs> the relationship between him and his dad is nice. And, and that's sort of his moral dilemma through the movie is, like, mm-hmm. his father's approval is super important to him. But it is mm-hmm. also wrapped up in his ability to kill dragons, which he is now sworn off his dad literally goes ah oh, now that you're killing dragons and being a viking we finally have something to talk about and then like, it's dead silent and i was like oh dad oh. should have gotten everything he needed to know right out of that silence yeah. the thing is so jay i'm sorry hiccup is so hiccup 
has opportunities to really not make this as big of a deal as it becomes. Instead of revealing in front of the whole town, like on stage performing, just talk to your dad a day or two before you have to do this and explain what's up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why? Why His shock dad the was world? that intimidating that he literally had to wait yeah, until this. He moment. had to show him, I guess. Yeah, and so he decides to, in front of the whole town, prove that dragons are friendly. <gasps> they all, yeah. they can't believe it. You see, because the other dragons starting to attack, and what's a J? Thanks a lot, Brizard. <laughs> Pick up and Toothless, because they have such a bond. Like senses that the other villagers don't realize that Toothless is there to protect him from danger, and it's heart wrenching. They You're don't right. make that connection. Totally, they this part of it. When they fucking pin Toothless to the ground, put like a knee oh, on his head. I hate that. It was bad. awful. This is like the low point in the movie. Uh, Toothless gets captured by his dad and the villagers. Mm-hmm. Luckily not killed. Oh, you know what? They have training dragons. They're like, throw them in with the rest of them. But mm-hmm. it is such like, a, it's the ultimate act of this friendship, this symbiotic relationship they've come to is Toothless jumps in and is like, I can't, he can't die. Like, I love him. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's great. It's so good. And he accidentally spills to his dad about the giant nest of dragons, mm-hmm. which they've been looking for for years. And he goes, uh, you got to be a dragon to get there. Like, only dragons know where to go. And so, there's just some lines I have problems with. <laughs> and, and so they just decide to use uh, Toothless as like a dragon radar. <laughs> it worked, though. Yeah. That's the worst part is it worked. I hate it, but right. it worked. Yeah. His neck, like his head's going yeah. this way. He's like trapped on the boat. It's like, what's in? I feel like to the left. <laughs> people who get like those wishbone sticks or whatever, they're like, this will point to water. I feel like that's what they were literally <laughs> trying to do with this. And it was like, it worked. Okay, not to poke a hole in, in anything we've established already on the pod. But Toothless does manage to fly to Hiccup's rescue when he's in the arena on no, his own. No, he ran. So... No, he ran. Oh, he, did he really? He sprinted. Mm-hmm. Oh, he shit. tries to fly, then he sprints. Okay. Yeah, I, it's okay. Yeah. My no. recollection is shit. Nice <laughs> try, you whore poker. It was poker. a fast-pacing. <laughs> Thought I had a gotcha moment. You think DreamWorks How to Train Your Dragon didn't think of yeah. that, you dumb idiot? <laughs> Bulletproof, right? Yeah. <laughs> they, you know, hey, look at the casting crew. They hired the best writers for this movie. So um, they get to, what do we, do we, Dragon Island? What is this place? Oh, gosh. <laughs> what is this place? Dragon uh, Island. The nest. The nest. Yeah, it's the nest of dragons. It's where Giganta Dragon lives that eats the other ones if they don't bring in enough food. But <laughs> ready for this, like I said, this is a toxic relationship. Are you ready for this? Dragons, live somewhere else. <laughs> Leave. You can fly. Go. Go away. That thing stays down there. Like, why are they all connected to this? They call it the queen bee. Like, it reminded me of hive mind from Stranger Things. Like, why are they all connected? I don't know. That's why they can't leave is because they're physically, magnetically drawn to it. And that's why they can use Toothless as a radar. (laughs) I was going to say, okay, so I felt like maybe dragons, because it was like a volcano. I was like, maybe they Mm -hmm. need to live in, in like a volcano type area that was so sure. I, I made the joke and then i instantly was like oh maybe this is why <laughs> they'll never give us a reason um, yeah well, we're gonna have writing. to pour through all sequels and six <laughs> tv spinoffs to figure out all the lore I'll that's part of it myself. is that, like, why can't the dragons leave here we that's like literally the plot of the next three movies <laughs> 
Uh, the big dragon's name is Red Death. That's pretty fucking cool. Ooh. That's a great name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although, I don't think it's red. <laughs> I think it's gray. I don't either. Yeah, or like yeah. dark blue. I dark, don't know. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, I think it's like a dark bluish gray. Yeah. Uh, it's scary as hell. It looks like a mountain. Uh-huh. I think it has six eyes. It's spiky. It's ginormous. It, it's, I mean, it's literally larger than any of the dragons we've seen. <laughs> And it has a tail that has a fucking wrecking ball on the end of it. So, Oh, yeah, that's right. It's, it's, Red Death is scary as shit. <laughs> this final battle is probably one of the standouts. Like, this is what I remember of mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah. I would sit down mm-hmm. anytime to watch this dragon battle. Makes you kind of want to go to battle, but then not go to battle. Yeah. <laughs> like, kind of yeah. like the flying montage. <laughs> it quickly made me realize how deadly literally these Vikings will be when they are all riding dragons. Like, they're deadly warriors <laughs> as is. Give right. them mobility of a dragon and it's game uh, over. They're going to take over the world, right. I think. Hey, that's why they made up number two and a number three. Yeah, they that's what happened. <laughs> if they've already conquered dragons by the end of this movie, what threat do they face? <laughs> do you think there's... Do you think, because face? it's called How to Train Your Dragon 2, 3, do you think... They continue to train the dragons more things. Like, I feel like you like you said they've mastered that. We'll have. To I kind of I gotta watch now. If I'm being honest, I've been intrigued yeah. enough that I will watch too. The worst part was oh, is I didn't know what streaming platform this was on. Oh, I do want to. I want to start rating these platforms. So I went to Netflix and they had literally had Netflix had every single one yes. besides <laughs> the first one. I was shook, and so we <laughs> found this on Amazon Prime. And holy shit, is Amazon Prime just a horrible app. The only thing they do that's amazing is when you pause it, they give you the voice cast of the who's IMDb. in the scene. Yeah, that's the Great only touch. good thing. It's amazing. <laughs> it's really, really, it's really amazing if I'm being honest. I'm intrigued in the sequels because Hiccup does age up and he kind of turns into a stud. <laughs> He's like pretty. Well, do you see his dad? His dad was a stud. I know, right? <laughs> Someone had like side by side pictures of him and, oh gosh. John Krasinski? Yeah. <laughs> like the office, him, and then, I can you know, see it. Yep. movie one hiccup. <laughs> then, like, <laughs> I don't know, some other one where he's got like a semi scruff, no, uh, movie two hiccup. Yeah. And then, like, the one where he's playing like some soldier or something. Jack full Ryan. Beard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On thank Amazon you. Prime. <laughs> On Amazon yeah. Prime. Um, yeah. Movie three hiccup. I was like, all right, I kind of see it. <laughs> I saw a meme recently. It was Chris Pratt in Parks and Rec and John Krasinski in The Office. Them in those roles and then them in their like Jack Ryan military guy. And it was like, we've got to stop this pipeline. Like stop trying to turn the untraditionally (laughs) handsome man into the army dude who tries to save the world. I'm okay with it for Hiccup. For medieval (laughs) military men. So, Uh, all right. Only because I'm looking at it right now, and I feel like this is a good thing to do before we wrap up. I want to um, – we've, we've been reading some letterbox reviews of, of these movies and TV shows. So I have just a couple. I'm hoping Evan has some as well. Uh, I totally forgot uh, to do It's a new segment, <laughs> so just, people. Yeah. So we, we just named it too. We're going to call it Hot Boxed uh, – Hot Takes on Letterbox. This one I want to bring up just because it, it could spark some conversation. This is um, – so it's five stars. John Powell – is one of the most underrated composers of our generation. 
the soundtrack was really good. By the end of the movie, I was humming like the tune yes. of it all. And I didn't even, it's not like it's a Harry Potter or a Star Wars or whatever, but it was really good. My letterbox review literally says, why do I cry every time that score plays? So yeah. I saw a TikTok of Brad Pitt in some interview and they were asking him, when was the last time you cried? And he was like, not often, but I think the last time was when I watched this movie called How to Train Your no, Dragon. Right. No way. Right. Brad Pitt. At Brad Pitt, explain. What are you talking about? Do you not watch many movies, bro? Come on. (laughs) I mean, it is a good movie. It's good. You know, I definitely see where if I was in a different mood, I watch it like very, very early this morning. I I may have cried, but I don't know. I don't know. The animal trope gets me, though. I I think that's it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. The animal bond with people gets me every time. I really think, honestly, the part that would have made me tear up the most is like when Evan said, like when they dogpiled Toothless to the ground and they had like his head shoved down. I was like, oh, my God, no. You guys are missing the part where, sorry, I'm calling you out, where they defeat this big battle and then his dad thinks like he's and toothless appears with him under his wing Mm. then the next segment is he's in his house this kind of like choked me up a bit he like pulls over the covers to like try to step out of the bed and he notices the end of the bed Mm -hmm. one foot peg leg yeah and going back to like oh my gosh how the movie luck didn't do a good job with facial expressions yeah they don't really talk much in that, like, 20-second scene, but his facial expression on there? Oh, I mean, goosebumps. Like, mm-hmm. oh. You're right. That's the tear-inducing moment. I forgot. I, I was like, That's you're okay. right. That's a really, like, goose. it's goosebumps. Yeah. You're like, ooh, even just talking about it, like you said, is it, it's a really mm-hmm. good moment. Cause, not good, because he, he lost his leg. Yeah, the ex- facial expressions without saying anything. He's just thinking over everything. Uh, so he, then he's a warrior kind of now. Yeah. We're both wounded warriors. Was his leg just literally oh blown off in the final explosion? I don't know. They didn't show the red death. Just <laughs> yeah. I was got thinking it was burnt to crisp or something. Yeah. Probably the fall, mm. Mm. which is even worse to think about. Yeah, it probably cracked. Um, this is the biggest metaphor, and I totally missed it. They're both wounded animals, wo- wounded yep. warriors. Toothless yep. and him both have something missing. And his appendage literally hooks into the thing that helps. Wow, the metaphor slapped me in the face and I missed it. It's really good. Good job. Wow, really good. They're the same, uh, but they need each other. Uh, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I told you this yeah. trope. It's a great me. pick. No, I get. I really get why people like this movie. That's why I, when I started, I didn't want what I was gonna say to sound like I don't like this movie because I really enjoyed it. I just. I literally, the first YouTube, I'll usually watch like Mm -hmm. a YouTube video or two, see what people are thinking about the movies or things we're doing. And the first one that pulled up across the title, it said perfection. And I was like, whoa. And it wasn't the only one, but that was the first one I saw. And I was just like, I didn't realize people held this in such high regard. Right. I didn't until I started reading the letter. Let me pull up another one here. I totally forgot about that. So, um, okay. So this one, five stars. The total reliance that Toothless and Hiccup have for each other, that shit is breathtaking, bro. (laughs) I love these. Wow. Okay, four stars, which is weird. How to Train Your Dragon was a masterclass on script economy. In How to Train Your Dragon, Toothless 
says only zero words across two hours, yet we know all about him, his life, his motivations, his worldview, his relationships, and what he thinks of most of the cast. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked it's four stars. Like, what does it take for this person's yeah. five stars? Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I'm pretty picky, too. Like, when you were like, perfect movie, I'm like <laughs> sitting here rattling my brain. What do I think is a perfect movie? Because I don't know. If Ooh. I, I don't know. A perfect know. movie. That's tough to say. I, I have my favorite, but I don't out. think that makes it perfect. No, I know. I think people would say something like Shawshank Redemption. I don't know. I, I'm just spitballing. Uh. I that's a know. great movie but i've never got i mean maybe it's because i didn't watch it when yeah. it like came out but were you never... alive when it came out when how old is that movie <laughs> it was like the 90s like 93 oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like you were like one, one. okay uh, <laughs> brizard i'm gonna answer the question but i texted you a letterbox oh. uh review to read yeah um, let me read it has to do with the score and i can't recall the score so i just i need you to, to look at that one for me Perfect movie for me. I don't know. Maybe Dark Knight's up there. I knew you guys were yeah. one of your six. I was going like, to say uh, it. I was going to say it. I actually, you know what, Evan? I'm blanking on it now. You've put the pressure on me. Courtney, do you know the score? Like, could you hum the score from the film right now? We can edit Hold this out. Let, it's let okay if you read. can't. We can. As this say, you're gonna make me hum it. No, no, no. no, okay. no if you I'll, don't know it, it's fine. I'll give you a no, clue first. I know this letter box you're gonna read. And when you read it, then I'm going to know it in my head. It's, it's so, it's, go ahead. When the score goes, dumb, 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 <laughs> dumb, dumb, dumb. Keep dumb, going, dumb. keep going. <laughs> we have to drag it out. Come on. Uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> Our one musical expert. Yeah, I, I don't know the tune. I do oh, love when people, because I, I think we've all been there at one point. Have you ever tried to Google like a song? like a beat to a song or something i did it one time and yeah. i felt like an instant idiot right like hey Siri, what's that song yeah yeah it was yeah. so bad and so i do love when people type out uh, <laughs> it's like uh, beats and humming that's a good one um this one four stars again what what does it take for that last one toothless and hiccup deserve the world and it's like a bunch of crying emojis wow i love dragons Four this... and a half stars. Some of, I'm, I'm really curious what people think when they go through and rate. I'm going to have to start rating movies. I've really only been reading reviews. I'm going to start mm-hmm. rating them myself as well. Uh, you just gestured to all of me. And then, you know what? It's funny because he uses it as the insult the first time. He's like, you're just so... And he, oh, you just gestured to all of me. But then at the end, his dad goes, it turns out what this village needed was a little more... He goes, you just gestured to all of me. It's... It's, really, it's a nice bookend. It's a good oh. bookend. Yeah, I was, I was uh, like, oh, it's that's good. When I heard it the second time, I was like, oh, they got me good, got me good there. If you're looking at the same review that I'm looking at, the rest of it says Brad Pitt was fucking right, a tearjerker of a film. <laughs> this was April first, 2022. So I don't know if that interview was re- recent. I didn't go right. far. Yeah, that is what the so rest of it says. <laughs> wow, um, it's probably the father-son dynamic because he's. Got a bunch mm, of kids with Angelina uh, Jolie, right? One of yeah. those kids had to like how to train your dragon at one point. Yeah, that's so funny. Brad Pitt's like, yeah, I'd say the last one is this film, How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> also, calling it a film is so much more I prestigious know, than right? a movie. <laughs> I love that. Oh yeah, this this film. I don't know if you've heard of it. <laughs> Here's what I will say. I think this one stands out above a lot of DreamWorks movies because DreamWorks. I would say typically falls into like more of like a, a comedy. This one really feels like like an adventure 
Okay. I think you could just throw adventure onto family comedy, though, also. Like, this is a... Okay, but the comedy... I was literally like, where are you going with this? It's it's not like Shrek, where they, like, crack jokes or anything, you know what I mean? No, that's true. It is a funny movie. You're right. It's not like a parody like Shrek. It's... Yeah, I I get what you're saying here. And um, it is really good. The one thing I was curious about as well, and, you know, I guess I don't know a whole lot about Viking mythology... They have any relationship to dragons, like in their sort of lore, or did they just really take these two aspects and kind of just combine them? They've got it. I feel like you think so. Some, yeah, I feel like they were like sea monsters and and things of that yeah. nature. But I don't know. I, I was wondering halfway through the movie. I was like, I wonder if that's like a common thing. Did Vikings like often tell stories of dragons? Maybe like I, I beat a dragon and I watched my grandpa do it, and now he's in sure. Valhalla with <laughs> Thor and Odin. <laughs> They mentioned Thor and Odin in this movie by name. Brizard just froze. Brizard's frozen. Brizard's frozen. Oh, oh my no. god! Oh can no! Can you hear us? Okay, I can hear you're you. You're back. Yeah, oh. I can hear you just fine. That was really weird. <laughs> that was really weird. I got scared because I could. I I wasn't frozen on my end. Yeah. Yeah, my Viking knowledge probably starts and ends with. <laughs> Thor. Thor, yeah. Well, I was about That's to. Fun. Okay, so I was frozen. Same. I was, uh, I was frozen, but I said they name dropped Thor and Odin in this movie. <laughs> and she was like, like son of Odin, Odin or something. Yeah, yeah then, or something and then like he's that. like, oh, thank Thor. I did not hear the Thor bit. It was yeah. his dad when he found out that he was into all the Viking things, and it was right before the awkward silence. It was okay. a great scene. I love that. But I was like, ah, good old Thor. What time yeah. period is this? I was like, he probably is about to be an Avenger. <laughs> yeah. This could be a good segue, but it's entirely a tangent. Um, so before I go on it, do we want to give our closing thoughts on this sure. film? Yeah, let's do it. I'll start. Let me start. Uh, okay, my yeah. closing thoughts. I think that this movie is definitely one of DreamWorks' better projects. It's got a lot of heart. It's funny. Got a ton of dragons. A lot of pros to this movie. As far as like computer animation goes, I think it's one of the stronger ones. So this is definitely a movie, you know, watch with your kids. You could watch on your own and enjoy sometime. It was really enjoyable to go back and watch again, even though I haven't seen it in a while. And even mm-hmm. though it wasn't like something I, I had like a nostalgia factor for where I saw it in theaters and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like, uh, I really enjoyed watching it still. So I know there's a ton of uh, diehard <laughs> um, fans out there. I, I, I didn't know there was so many till recently, but now I know there are. And so mm-hmm. I, I do definitely understand why people love this movie as much as they do. And uh, it's been fun watching and it's been fun talking about too. Yeah. I, like I said in the beginning, I kind of completely missed the boat on this. I think I watched it a couple of years later. I didn't know it was so hugely popular, you know, browsing netflix i've seen the thumbnails for the tv series or spinoffs it's a really great watch and like what i said earlier this one feels more heartfelt than i think we tend to think of dreamworks as being capable of um i usually attribute them to like kung fu panda shrek more Mm -hmm. comedic stuff like that and i think that's why this one stands out if it's ever on, I, I will leave it on because it's mm-hmm. like a, it's a really fun adventure action packed movie. And it's, uh, yeah, that father son dynamic. I don't mm-hmm. know. Something about the chip on the shoulder yeah. gets, you know, gets Brad Pitt's tears going. So there's something to it. <laughs> something is special about this movie. Definitely need to watch two and three. I don't know about the TV spinoffs, but yeah. I'll commit to those at least. This was just our subtle way of telling Courtney Brad Pitt said no to being on the podcast. So we, we asked you second. So we went with the yeah. second best. 
Yeah. The schedule is a little full. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Courtney, final thoughts on how to train a dragon. Uh, so, I mean, I've said it multiple times. I'm a sucker for a wounded animal and becoming friends and the journey to get there and just kind of like all the other hitting meetings in this and just visually i mean i'm not gonna lie that score comes on when he's doing that mon- like the flying bit dum, dum, and i dum, oh, dum. get there dum. yeah so <laughs> <laughs> so i mean like you guys said i'm not usually a dreamworks person mm-hmm. but this one always just sticks out to me i mean the character toothless Iconic. Mm-hmm. Next generations will be watching this. Four and a half out of five. Stars. Yeah. <laughs> Letterbox said it best. Uh, Toothless had zero lines, yet we know so much about him. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that. Um, this is a quick follow-up question before I go into my next tangent. Oh. So we've talked about yeah. this this human animal trope, and I think that is what's so powerful. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of other examples of it, and the best I can think of I is like spirit the stallion do you guys remember them spirit Spirit it was about like a native american who like tames a wild horse it was a 2d animated oh my gosh no way no not steered away it's uh no it's spirit the the stallion isn't it i think that's what it's called he's yellow he's yellow with a black mane you've definitely seen it it's it's spirit stallion it's got an iconic soundtrack uh, maybe. Oh gosh, that's not. I think I think of like I too many like Matt, live action things. Man, Damien is voices spirit. What the fuck? What? <laughs> Wait, it doesn't talk though. I thought. I don't know what's happening. Maybe that's an... okay. Wait, I'm, I'm gonna. Does he make the, the horse sound? Maybe. Um, <laughs> I'm texting this to both of you because I know you guys have heard of this movie. So that's another really popular like movie score too. People on TikTok I use that score think all the I've time. I've never seen this or heard oh, of the seven. This is the cover I remember, not the other one. Okay. Yeah. Oh my it's god. Okay. It's oh, a DreamWorks. It's DreamWorks. Yeah. Anyways, that's the only example I could think of. But I was trying to think of more movies in this vein. DreamWorks has the market cornered. Um, what, before we get into any news, Evan, what are you, uh, what's your tangent? I want to hear this. I'm excited now. Hopefully it oh, wasn't about uh, Spirit the Stallion. No. It, well, we we're, we were talking about Thor and mm. that being our primary mm-hmm. reference point for any, any knowledge yep. of Norse, Norse mythology. Yeah. Courtney, I know you have been on a bit of a journey over the course of the last few years during the pandemic, watching the MCU movies front oh. to back. Yeah. How far along in that journey are you, and what are the standouts? Well, okay. Hold on. I have a I have a note. This is important. Hold on. This is important. Um, Okay. So I started with what's I think it's the recommended timeline. I was unfortunately an X Men (laughs) stan, so I'm an X Men girl. Watched uh, the cartoon, like fell in love with it. Unfortunately, also really loved the the live actions, even though they're awful. Oh, no, no. But, I love one them. and two were great. Uh, I loved three. I like Yeah. Oh, X, I like X2 this one. and the first one. Oh, so yeah. good. But my standouts are, hold on. Uh, I'm on my letter. No, no, no. It's okay, so I'm almost as far. I've only watched, I've watched almost all of them except Shang-Chi, Black Skip. Widow, Skip. and <laughs> and there's another one. What's the other new one? Uh, Spider-Man? Watch. Eternals? No, Inter- uh, Doctor Strange. That one, I, yes, the new Doctor Strange. Okay, skip. And the only TV show I've watched is WandaVision. <laughs> that's, that's Loki's, good. Loki's good. Loki's good. Also, I was gonna say, and the reason I 
was also getting into MCU because I'm an X-Men stan mm -hmm. is because I heard they were kind of combining the universes finally and now they have ownership of it. Mm -hmm. Hence it's happening slowly. Wanda and Quicksilver in I liked that movie, whatever one they appear in. Is that Age of Ultron? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I loved I don't know. A lot of people don't like it. I really enjoyed that it, one. Yeah. It was good. Um I really enjoyed Actually, I kind of enjoyed one of the Ant-Mans. Kind of weird. Ant uh, Black good. Panther, I love. Mm -hmm. Black Panther, I really like the universe. Like, I think that's fascinating. And then I'm also an Iron Man girly. I know. <laughs> Iron Man I have a 1 is really good. Iron Man yeah. 2 and 3 kind of lose me a bit. But yeah. Iron Man, the character, is amazing. Oh, Any yeah. movie. So Iron in. Man 1 has, like, I watched that right when it came out. What was it? 20... 2008. 2008. Yeah. yeah. I remember watching that. Loved it. To be honest, a lot of them don't stand out to me. WandaVision, though, really stood out to me. Yeah. Once again, I don't know if it's because I'm an X-Men stan. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but... Well, it's coming. It's coming slowly. Uh, no spoilers, but they've been slowly dropping hints of the word mutant and, and things that are coming up, so... That's who why knows? I had to watch yeah, it. <laughs> I love X Men too, so I'm excited about it. I can't wait to see who's going to play Wolverine. But Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. I, hey, I would love that. <laughs> okay, I saw that. I kind of do like. I it. think it's I'm not great. Gonna lie. And it would be because he's short and hairy. I don't know. It would be so iconic it. just for him to go from one iconic character yeah. to another like that to really see what he could do with it. Um, yeah, from and... Weird Al to Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to watch it. <laughs> I do too. No, that was a I'll good joke. I'll 100% watch it. So <laughs> this is actually a great segue. Let's um, let's uh, go from one struggling superhero franchise to the the one that's somehow struggling way, 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 way worse. So we've been on DC slash Warner Brothers slash HBO Max watch on Two Dudes Watch Cartoons. Evan, hit us with it. the big headline, please. So it started with the cancellation of Batgirl, mm -hmm. scrapping the movie for a tax write-off. They pull almost 40 movies and series from the HBO Max platform. Mostly uh, to write off A lot of animated stuff to save money. It saves them from having to pay royalty payments to everyone involved. So qu very quickly, Warner Brothers Discovery is becoming this villain in the industry. Uh, this was all in the interest of saving $3 billion. And Warner Brothers Discovery, since this, has dropped $20 billion in market value, like stock valuation. I really hope it turns around and they can some of these shows can continue to live on um, through through other streamers or, or what have you. Uh, but yeah, WB Discovery is a shit show right now. It's, it's not looking great. It's mind-boggling. Yeah. It's really... And that was what was one thing that really confused people when these cancellations first started is they're like not even straight to streaming. Like we're never going to see it. And it, it it's it's all greed. Yeah. It's all tax write-offs. Like we will never yeah. see all this hard work, this art that people put together for our entertainment uh, for, for a tax write-off. So it's it's a shitty feeling. So that's the big news. <laughs> Just how well, it, And like they canceled Batman Caped Crusader, which was something they were working on. And – is trying to be bought by Apple, Hulu, and Netflix already. Like, as soon as they dropped it, like, other places are very mm -hmm. interested in some of these projects. Well, that series was going to be produced by Bruce Timm, who did the original mm. 90s Batman, the animated series. Oh. Critically acclaimed he was going to come back. He did the I Justice think, League yeah. stuff. Like, this dude's a legend, and they're, like, yes. not interested, so they're shopping it around. The latest development in the Warner Brothers debacle is... 
I guess money is so tight that they only have enough to release two more movies this calendar year. <laughs> and it's going to be what? Black Adam. It's almost September. Yeah, Black Adam uh, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And Don't Worry Darling starring Florence Pugh which, and Harry Styles, which is also going through its own media shitstorm yes. right now. It is going <laughs> yes. through its, its own having a rough nightmare. Go. Wow, I, that's not maybe some... worse than the flash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're not going to get into that because that is uh, unfortunately too not animated adjacent. But you should look up this drama with this movie. What's it called mm-hmm. again? Don't worry, darling. Don't with worry, darling. Florence Pugh, Don't, Harry Styles, yeah. and Olivia Wilde's the director. Holy yep. crap! I feel like th- it gets wilder and wilder every time I hear something about it. But so I mean... yeah, uh, which means. At the beginning of this year, I think it's so funny. They were like, you're going to get Batman, Aquaman, Black Adam, and The Flash this year. And now we're literally only getting Batman and Black Adam. <laughs> like, they, how did they these sons of bitches? They, I hate them. So, God, that's most of the news. It's infuriating. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you guys put yourselves through the DC disappointment. It's, it's I mean, I guess I can. I have no like reason to say that because look at me. I like yeah. it. So it's so bad. We, right. we want them to succeed so. Well, it comes know, from a place of care. Like we want yes, so does. much from them. Well, here's the thing: if if making money is the concern, I don't know <laughs> that. Don't worry, darling, is the movie to do big numbers, and I hate Wait, saying that because like um, I want. More, more non-superhero yeah. stuff in theaters. I kind of disagree, though. I think because it's the Harry stands, people are Florence oh, Pugh. People are gonna see it. I, I'm planning on seeing it. That's... Same with Nikki. Nikki's yeah. gonna see it like over. Yeah, wrong. yeah. I know a lot of girls that. But there's a ton of like, drama. Yeah. I want to see it too. I do want to see it. Yeah. But um, the drama sounds wild. Like, oh, right. and I do like Florence Pugh. She was the best part of. Yeah, uh, me too. Of, Honestly, yeah. Two of, uh, watch. Of... Don't worry, darling. Come <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up next i think that's about it. evan do you have any other news anything else you w- wanted to mention no i just wanted to get into the the wb yeah. of it all because unfortunately we've hitched our wagon to that horse <laughs> i don't know what to say <laughs> <laughs> and it's we're going uh, down with the ship at this point you know see, we're going i down, feel it baby. i feel it um we originally were going to cover harley quinn with courtney mm-hmm. oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah but yeah. seeing as it's weekly re- release we wanted to have run sooner yeah. Yeah, we'll circle back let me finish we'll it. i want to it. get through all yeah, three yeah. seasons we'll circle back and we'll cover it again because it's really good yeah that being said mm-hmm. how many of the dc moves is there <laughs> Right, do you feel any sort of attachment to any of the DC movies? Evan's reaching. Oh my! Okay, me and our friend Cam's just watched the Batman. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I loved it. But I also actually I was never a Twilight person. Mm. I like feel something for him in this. Oh yeah, Batman. Yeah, yeah. I, I did too. They like plucked emo girls and they're like did test runs and they're like which one are you most attractive to? Mm. And all us emo girls are like that one. <laughs> so I've seen that uh-huh. and. Have I seen? I've seen all the Dark Knight, like all those trilogies. Nothing in recent that trilogy. years, though. Okay, but I'm sorry, that's, okay. that's like the no. I wouldn't don't don't expect see anything else. <laughs> don't apologize. Yeah, yeah. Getting through that... Marvel's a slog because, it, it, especially if you're doing them like back to back to, but not back to back, but yeah. like in such short it time concession. Yeah. And you know what? I, I was recently on Stark Wars, our, our good friend podcast, where they talk about Marvel stuff, and I said I think Marvel's actually struggle struggling with like oversaturation at this point it's mm-hmm. too much that, whereas there's no hype there's no build-up yes. for for something there's no excitement oh um, yeah and i will say after watching basically almost all the mcu stuff 
And then going and rewatching Dark Knight, rewatching Batman, mm-hmm. I kind of like how more adult DC can be. That's why and we have if hope. they just did it, I know. If they just did it right, <laughs> it's coming. like MC is kind of a bit too childish for me. Sometimes. It's like popcorn like, and stuff. You're yeah. speaking our yeah. language. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. <laughs> Although I will say, Christian dude. Bale. A former Batman, he was great in the new Thor: Love and Thunder. He was like the standout. Yes, he to me. was. Um, but yeah, sometimes they're just too, mm-hmm. yeah, not unicorns and butterflies. Not... But I'm like, Ugh, I need superheroes need to be dark for yeah. me. Could you imagine how <laughs> much? I mean, the Batman did phenomenal at the box office. Mm-hmm. Didn't break a billion, but you know, still did very well. But could you imagine if? The Batman came out in 2009, 2010, oh. when Tumblr was massive. <laughs> Robert Pattinson would have fucking killed. That's all you would have seen for years. All day on Tumblr. Evan, I'm still on Tumblr and sometimes I, I see... I log in every time. <laughs> Tumblr? What? No way. Do you meet Evan or friends on we Tumblr? We are. I logged I in the other day. so long. You probably see the stuff I repost. Some, yeah. Oh, my God. I logged in the other day and I saw like one of the things you reshared was at the top. And I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> like, she really still, she's still on Tumblr? Wow. <laughs> I cannot believe you two are still on Tumblr. I used to be a very big Tumblr, and I haven't thought about that app in so long. Wow. Mm-hmm. Good for you guys for I fighting it. for uh, sticking with it. Yeah. I got nothing else, no other <laughs> news to talk about. What about you, No, this, this was fun. I have nothing else. This was really good. I am really glad we ended up picking this because I don't know the, the next time or when I would get to watch this again. So mm-hmm. I, um, like I said, I'm really glad you picked this, Courtney. I'm really glad you were here. It yes. was nice seeing you. I uh, know that you're I always listening along with us. So <laughs> glad we could get you on here to, uh, co- like I said, cover something so fun. And uh, you're doing well. How's everything with you? You, you and uh, Daryl doing well? Yeah, good. I mean, just living with a dog and a cat, living our best life. And... That's great. Love that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talking this with us. Uh, Thanks, uh, Do guys. you have anything you want to say to everyone, any uh, social media, anything you would want to tell the audience? I will not be giving out my Tumblr handle. <laughs> <laughs> I will be. Thanks. <laughs> Don't, because then they can follow me. Yeah, <laughs> find her. Yeah. <laughs> No, just thanks for having yeah. me. And like I said, great episode, mm-hmm. you guys. And just keep it up. You guys do great work. Oh, thank so. you. You're making me blush. Thank you. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, my God. Bring I'm the one who life. ends things now. Yeah. So hold on. <laughs> I'm not used to this sort of responsibility. I have a whole notepad. Let me pull it up here. Okay. Listen, if you want to listen to more Two Dudes, check out our other episodes on Apple, Spotify. We are also on YouTube now. Please Go subscribe to our YouTube. We're getting a lot of traction over there lately. It's actually a lot of fun. We have a very extensive catalog of things in the past that we've covered now. So if you like anything animated, we have talked about something you enjoy. Go check it out. You can follow us at Two Dudes Watch Cartoons on both Instagram and TikTok. That TikTok's been on fire. And we are at Two Dudes on, or excuse me, we are at Two Dudes Watch on Twitter. So uh, please don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you so much for coming and we will see you guys next time. See you. Uh, why is that like... <laughs> it's not live. It. All it's right, whatever. So do those watch cartoons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's supposed to play the outro music. <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, I'm going to stop the recording there.